Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Saturday of the 34th or last week of the year, November the 26th. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 21, verses 34 through 36. St. Luke chapter 21, verse 34 through 36. And we really should say to each other today, it is New Year's Eve. And that may cause a bit of a jolt. Uh, we're not even uh, into Christmas. And uh, New Year's Eve is December the 31st, and then we have the new year, January the 1st. I'm talking, of course, about the liturgical year, this past liturgical year, which ends on this Saturday of the 34th or last week of the year, because tomorrow is the first Sunday in Advent, the first day of Advent, the beginning of the new liturgical year. And it begins with our preparation for the birth of the Messiah, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And beginning tomorrow and for the next four weeks, we journey each day to the holy city of Bethlehem. We journey with the Blessed Mother and St. Joseph as they go to Bethlehem in order to fulfill the emperor's orders for a census where, the fam where all of the people who are under Roman rule throughout the world go for the census to find out how many people they have, and therefore it has a lot to do with taxes, of course, and economics, and also what particular resources they have available to them from the people they occupy and are under Roman rule, and what troops and all of these other sorts of things have to be allocated. So it's a census, much like our own census here in the United States, where we find out how many representatives uh, will be apportioned, where, and all of those kind of things, also where populations are shifting and moving. And so it's a time of uh, counting and movement, and it's also to see where people indeed are locating and relocating from and to. The past several years, great migration has taken place into the state of Florida and Texas and the repopulation of much of the Sun Belt for tax reasons, for governmental reasons, for political reasons, uh, also for the weather, uh, and so on like that. And many of the states uh, who have chosen a different path are losing uh, population. They're losing representation in the Congress and so on and so forth. We're familiar with that on a secular level. Well, the Romans are doing the same thing uh, to find out uh, all of these kind of factors that you need to know about uh, the internal dynamics, especially when you have such a vast, vast country. And... Uh, whether you have an empire or a vast nation, uh, you have to know. You have to know your numbers. And so 
we are at the end of this uh, liturgical year. It's a time for us to look back and see where we have journeyed during this past year from where we were last year at this time. The last uh, day, the last Saturday of 2021 as we moved into this year. And uh, we look back and see the places where indeed God has been truly present and real in our lives. God is always present. But what were those moments in which God was most present to us? Uh, not simply in good times and times of grace and blue skies, green lights, and everyone was a kind of on the super highway of going forward, but also in the times when the Lord has asked of us to carry crosses, to lift burdens, if not our own, others. Perhaps there's been a challenging time, not simply politically and economically, because that's certainly the case, uh, but also in terms of our own spiritual life. Where, where, have we, where have we traveled? How have we traveled? And what were the lessons? What was the Lord teaching us in these moments of great grace and in moments perhaps of deep suffering and sorrow that we have experienced this year. Perhaps it was, for the most part, a quote-unquote ordinary time. And did we find the Lord and seek the Lord in that ordinary time? Because remember, the ordinary time is the largest section of time in the liturgical year. You know, we have Christmas and Lent, we have Easter and Pentecost and all of those times. But the vast majority of time is spent in ordinary time. The everyday living between the bookends of rising in the morning and sleeping at night. That's where the marrow, that's where the very substance of our Christian life and our relationship with God and others, that's where it's lived. And it feeds and is fed by those other times. And uh, so as we stand at this, the end of this particular uh, liturgical year, and we prepare tomorrow to enter into a new liturgical year, a new year. Tomorrow is the new year. Uh, it is a time of reflection. It's also a time of hope. It's a time of looking forward, a future to hope in, uh, regardless of what this past year has been, whether it's been lived a lot on the, the top of the mountain, or whether it's been times of a great deal of travel in the deep valley, of perhaps tears and suffering. Each person has to answer that for himself or herself but it all belongs to the Lord. And what have we, what, what wisdom has the Holy Spirit revealed to us about ourselves, about our relationship with God, with others? So it's an important time, but it's also a time of hope. It's a time of looking forward. It's a time of asking the Lord to 
be renewed in the Holy Spirit, to be strengthened, to be guided, to learn from our past, but not to become a prisoner of the past, to be liberated to go forward, to grow ever deeper in our love and communion with the Lord and with others. Perhaps it's a time of mending fences. Perhaps it's a time when we begin anew our relationship with Almighty God and with others. Perhaps the past has been one in which our relationship with God has been spotty, weak, perhaps even non-existent for periods of time. Well, it's never too late to return to the Lord. And maybe this is the time of grace for us to do just that. So we say today, um, it's New Year's Eve. Tomorrow will be New Year's Day. Let it be a day of looking back and learning and being grateful. And let us look for tomorrow as God's gift and that new year where we look forward with resolution by God's grace to grow deeper in relationship, to be guided by hope through the indwelling Holy Spirit, that the coming year, the coming church year, will be one in all things and in every way in which we walk with the Lord. And it begins tomorrow as we make our first step with the Holy Family toward the holy city of Bethlehem as we prepare with the angels to sing and to say, Hosanna in the highest, glory to God in the highest, peace on earth, goodwill to all people, and may God's peace guide us and be with us, and may we walk in that path beginning tomorrow as we step ever closer to the holy city of Bethlehem and the birth of the Messiah, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God bless you.